This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany. And I'm your host, Andy. And each week we will throw a dart in the map and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week I landed on Virginia. Ooh, sweet Virginia. Hey, hey. Isn't that a song? I think so. In my mind it is right now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> probably not. No, that's probably, I think it's Sweet Caroline. <laughs> no, there's a song where they say Sweet Virginia. Anyway, All right. don't mind me. I digress. So today we're going to be talking about a woman named Mary Rachel Carson, better okay. known as Shelly. Shelly? Shelly. That was her nickname. <laughs> she was born in 1986, October 22nd, 1986. Okay. Um, And when she was born, she was adopted by Charlotte and Bill Carson. Which was also really nice. Charlotte and Bill also adopted her brother. Okay. Which was, he was only 40 days. Oh, wow. He was fresh. Yeah. He was only 40 days. Um, They were only 40 days apart. Oh, oh so okay. Okay. I'm assuming that the dad or I, I figured that the dad had two different women. Maybe. Pregnant. I mean, there's no way that the mom could. <laughs> That's math. I mean, people get pregnant real quick after the first pregnancy usually, but that's a little too quick. That's only like a month of being pregnant. I think they would advise against that. Yeah. But they were 40 days apart. Okay. And um, Bill was also a retired naval officer. So he was in the, the Navy and, you know, strict rules, all of that. They lived in King's Grant neighborhood of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. And they grew up with a lot of friends. And Shelly actually was really naturally athletic. And so she used to take swimming. She used to do dance lessons. She loved running. Um, And then in middle school, she played field hockey and soccer and basketball. She got to around 14 years old and... She started rebelling. Um, she had run in with like some drugs and like, okay, you know, just started skipping school and staying out late, all of that stuff. Um, she ran away a, a, several times, okay, and was often out late, like I said. I mean, she would just not come back home. She started seeing a therapist. Okay. And she didn't like putting in the work, so she stopped seeing the therapist. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to admit to that you need help before you can get help. Right. And if you're not willing to do the work, it ain't going to work for you. Yeah, no one can just fix you. That is wild. Okay, I get it. Now, that was probably her early teens. I mean, she was just being rebellious. Mm-hmm. She started to get her life a little bit back on track um, towards her late teens. And she started working at a local Burger King. So she had a, you know, she had a job. She was working. And then when she was 18 years old, um, she was actually out one night. Um, They were, she was, she went to a local 7-Eleven to meet up with a friend. And 
she got cigarettes and she was talking with a friend and um then she left and she saw somebody walking their dog around 4 a.m and then somebody down the street at 406 saw her okay and then at 608 a.m um somebody saw a body in oh, the no. circle roundabout um in the, on the street okay and so they called in the cops and the police detectives came over they saw her bike underneath a tree and they saw her um underneath another area and her shirt was lifted and her pants were gone but there was no other indications of anything okay now when <laughs> Their parents, so Charlotte and Bill, the next day was a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and they were getting ready to go to church. Okay. She, they realized that she wasn't in her room, and they thought she had just stayed out all night. Maybe she was with her boyfriend, whatever. Okay. They were driving to church. They saw her, they didn't see her body, but they saw police barricades. They they were, they saw police presence, but they didn't think anything of it oh, and no. just went to church. Okay. And so when they went to church, people were talking about they had found a woman's body. Yeah. Um, all of that. And then, of course, the mom was like, oh, like all moms, they think that that's their baby. Their baby's in a ditch. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was the case. Oh, no. But she, they went back. They couldn't even identify her because she had been so badly beaten. Oh, wow. They identified her with her shoes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and so she had been so badly beaten. So violent. So violent. And so we actually don't know what happened in the 122 minutes that she was last seen to when she was found. Okay. And there's a lot of speculations about what could have gone on. They Mm -hmm. think it might have been somebody in the neighborhood because she was seen riding her bike down there. Okay. Um, They also... They also think that her boyfriend might have had something to do with it because they had been recently fighting for a few days, but then reportedly that they resolved it the day before. Okay. Um, when they went in with the body, they also found a lot of cigarette butts. They found a rose and they found weird. They found weird things, but they don't know if it correlates to the case or it was just left there were they able to get any dna off the cigarette butts Mm-mm. Oh, damn yeah yeah so it it was a lot it was yeah it was definitely a mystery because people thought that the boyfriend got mad that she was hanging out with her friend at 7-eleven okay um, they also thought there could have been a predator and so they interviewed over a hundred people wow um, and then they actually interviewed the boyfriend over six times about the same okay. wow. things over and over. Same questions, you know. I imagine that's um, pretty standard in these kind of cases mm-hmm. because they want to see if he's going to deviate from something that he's told them before. Right. Which sometimes just by sheer repetition, like 
sheer repetition of having to answer the same questions over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You mess up. Yeah, you're going to you you are likely to mess up details, even small as, details. Even as a human being, like if I'm saying the same story over and over again, I feel like I'm there's going to be some sort of switch. Mm-hmm. Not and I'm probably not even lying. I'm just like telling you the same story. Yeah. So, I I don't know. But when they interviewed all these hundred people, they actually narrowed it down to like six to nine people. Okay. Um, and they don't have any other evidence to go off of, though. And so they are waiting for somebody to come out and provide something because someone must have seen something. Yeah, absolutely. There was already two people out on the street and that. They saw them. They were walking their dog or riding their own bike or taking a walk or whatever they mm-hmm. were doing. Well, and it wasn't like it was like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was four o'clock in the morning, which people get up at that time. Not me, but see. I messed up. I thought it was 4 p.m. No, no, no. It was... <laughs> in my head, for some reason, I had thought it was like late afternoon no. so that's why i was like absolutely there are people driving down the street there's people coming home from work there's a lot of so it's 4 a.m 4 a.m wow okay that's why okay. the parents were going to the church and they had just seen the the police barricade makes sense okay so one weird fact they actually never found the pants that was missing interesting from okay so we don't know why, of course. I mean, the pants could have had some sort of evidence on it, so they the the killers kept it. Yeah, it could have D- and some sort of DNA on it. Some sort of DNA. The killer very well may have taken a trophy. Yep. Yep. That's normal. That is very normal. Uh, interesting. So they never found the pantalones. Right. Which I don't know if. It would even help 15 years later. Yeah. Um, because this was in 2005. So 16 years later. Yeah, that's true. Any Unless it was like properly stored, which I highly doubt. Right. There's not going to be any useful but, evidence. And they thought, well, what if it was thrown there? It might have been dragged away from it with an animal or an animal might have picked it up or. I don't know. They were just coming up with all these crazy scenarios. Yeah. Um, but really no one, no one saw anything and they, they only saw her grabbing her cigarettes and then driving back down the street towards her house. Hmm. And then two hours later she showed up beaten. What was really sad, actually, I did, I did miss this part. She was still alive when they got, the police officer got on scene. Oh, wow. Okay. But then pronounced dead there. Okay, so she was so badly beaten. There. She was so badly beaten, and it had just freshly happened. Yeah. So there's not a lot to go on off of this story because yeah. there's just not a lot of information. But not a lot of info. It's weird to me that, like, like you said, there wasn't any witnesses. I feel like that's. I I'm almost wondering if it was somebody that she knew, mm-hmm. because it doesn't sound like up until she was obviously hit that there was like any calls for like distress calls of distress. No, nobody heard anything. Right. I feel like if it was just some random person, she would have been screaming her head off. Oh yeah. And that's what they think. They either knew them 
if they knew her or it was somebody from the neighborhood, which very likely could still know her mm-hmm. and be some sort of acquaintance. Yeah. It's like somebody like she Bob. grew up down the street from them or whatever. And yeah. she was like, hey. Yeah. And so it's just it's baffling. I mean, they, of course, are looking at the boyfriend because there was reports of them arguing the last few days. But they're 18. You know, yeah, you're arguing about every little thing with your boyfriend at that age absolutely because you don't even know hormones are still going wild (laughs) still in puberty right just because you're legally an adult doesn't mean you're physically an adult you know no i mean Um, you don't have a car you're riding around a bike so (laughs) so (laughs) yeah i'm just kidding (laughs) um it was just a really sad case and i was just really taken aback with how badly she was beaten yeah Absolutely. To not even recognize her. And they had to, rec- like, identify her with her shoes. With her shoes. Do you, is, did you find out, like, did she talk to the police at all or was she, like, unconscious? I mean, I don't think she talked to the police at all. I okay. think she was barely breathing. Okay. Okay. And then she died before the ambulances could get, even get there. Gotcha. Okay. And then who called it in? Some random dr- person driving by. Okay. They saw a, like a body in on the side of the street, and they called it, the police detectives in, and they called nine one one, and they came there right away. Interesting. Okay. I just don't understand yeah, really... why they haven't, because there was cigarette butts, like I talked about, but there was also beer cans, and so why haven't I couldn't find if they analyzed that DNA or not. If they did, they probably didn't get a match to anybody. Non-conclusive. Yeah. And I'm assuming they kept that until DNA was a little bit better after 2005. Yeah. Because in the last 15 years, they've made strides. Oh, definitely. Huh. It's very interesting. I mean, she could have just been meeting up with some friends, having a couple beers on the side of the road. That could this is all well speculation. Be. Of course, this is all. That's all we can do because yeah. there's just not a lot of information to go on. Yeah. And I have we looked into the Fred from Seven Eleven? Because Seven Eleven sells beer and cigarettes. I mean, I feel like uh, in the middle of the night, there's only one person on a graveyard <laughs> shift, and there's cameras inside the Seven Eleven. Are you voguing right now? I solved the crime. <laughs> 7-Eleven guy. Got it. Okay. Go arrest him. Yeah. I mean, but Virginia Beach is a pretty big area. I mean, it's small, but it's still mm-hmm. pretty populated. And, you know. It's very true. It's it's really sad. It, especially just an 18-year-old girl. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Very sad. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Um, just to lighten the mood a little bit there, but. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email unsolvedamericamvp at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week. This has been an MVP podcast by Village Productions.